0: Who thinks God's having a bit of a play around this morning? The thing that I think that something like that reminds us is that that's actually the purpose of everything we do. Now, on Sundays, dinner parties, prayer meetings, Bible studies, and our personal prayer time, reading God's word, we're doing it all ultimately to encounter God. And I don't know about you, but I've noticed that everybody encounters God differently. I love what Brendan said about that, that different ways that we understand things. means that we're going to encounter God differently, um, which makes it a bit challenging to understand and sometimes a bit hard to describe. And it's actually hard to actually help people to do it because, you know, there are often external signs and, and Bailey talked about the girls you know, falling over, but it's mainly, who knows, it's internal. It's what happens on the inside that counts. And so as we move into 2024... I want us to start believing for and aiming to have the sort of experience with God that we just heard about from the youth. Um, How do so? Okay, we're not most of us who didn't go to youth camp aren't youth anymore, and uh, you know, uh, I think Carmen said, you know, how how do we capture what the youth have got? And I, I believe we can. It might not be in exactly the same way, but. We, we need to do things in our lives to enable us to encounter God. So, you know, we need to know what it is that helps us encounter God, certain things we can put into practice to make encounters with God a consistent part of our lives. Is anybody with people like that? Because I can stop if we don't, um, you know, wrong crowd. But okay, so let me ask you then, If you, who's read the Bible? Few of you? Good. Um in the if when you read the Bible, what are some of the most mind blowing passages you read about people's encounters with God? Anyone? There's Paul on the road to Damascus. Moses, burning bush, and and Elijah, yeah. Mary, that's a good one. Yeah. Any others? Esther? Yes. Oh well, so, we, so we read about incredible connections with God that people have made. and my favorite one happens to be that that one that Carmen mentioned, the, the, the experience that Paul has on the road to Damascus. and well who, who knows the story? His name wasn't Paul at the time, it was Saul. and he he was focused, he was a man with a mission, and his mission was to kill as many Christians as he could. And so, you know, it says in verse two of Acts nine, as he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So he looks around, he says, who are you, Lord? And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up, go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And then the story goes on that the light went away, and he found he was blind. And through a series of circumstances, he became Paul the apostle that we know. And if we look, if we look at the scripture, there are there are seven things. I'm going to give you a list. Sort of Brendan, sort of sort of um, dropped me in the deep end with this, but let me tell you the list is there not for you to follow, but it's actually a list of things that. Will help us that we can actually do anywhere and everywhere. Uh if we keep these things in mind. It's not so it's not a to-do list. So I think I've I think I've escaped the, the the trap there. But there are there are seven things. Seven's a good number. It's a good good biblical number. I chose it especially because I thought people will listen to me if I choose good biblical numbers. So wake up. Okay, the first thing we need to know if we want to have an encounter with God is to remember that we are having an encounter with a person. Paul knew he was speaking to the person of God. The voice identified itself as Jesus. So he knew he was speaking to a person. And we need to understand that if we want to encounter God, it's not experiencing the force or, or a power. It's actually an encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. He's not a force for us to use. He's a person. He has feelings and he wants a relationship with us. So the first thing to remember is we're not trying to, this is not divination, magic, um, Star Wars or anything. We are here to connect with the person of God. A second thing to remember is the encounter with God is different for everyone. And you should be wiping your brow because luckily we don't have to have a road to Damascus experience for God to get through to us. Every person is made uniquely uniquely. So it makes sense that God meets everyone in different ways. Sometimes encounters with God have physical effects on our bodies, sometimes it makes us emotional, sometimes it's a prophetic sign, and sometimes we have no idea at all what's happening. And guess what? It's all okay. The third thing to remember is that an encounter feels like something. Paul experienced the light from heaven which caused him to fall to the ground, which may not be what we experience when we encounter God we're more likely to feel his peace his joy his love or his strength which are all good things right um, some people shy away from the idea that we can experience God or feel something when he meets us because those people on that end of the spectrum don't like losing control they're the people who like to have a list and if God isn't on the list that morning if he interrupts then they get a bit nervous Mind you, on the other end, you get people who, it's all about the feeling. And I, I love what Brendan said. We need to make sure that we're not on the extremes of those things because God actually wants us to experience something and he wants us to lose a little bit of control. So you control freaks out there? So, but, yeah, I mean, read the Psalms if you're nervous. The Psalms are full of accounts of people bringing their emotions to God and receiving hope and peace from him so it feels like something number four encounters cause physical manifestations Paul hit the ground and became blind so apparently God can use anything to get your attention but sometimes when people encounter God and we heard this from the youth that they, they, they fall down they may shake they may run or laugh or cry as a result of God moving but sometimes you may not feel a thing and that's okay if you don't fall down you don't shake or you don't have any emotional response that's fine God can do things without notifying you don't worry about it but remember Matthew 7 Jesus said this in verse 11 so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him If we ask the Holy Spirit to move in us, he will. The next thing, number five, encounters can happen anywhere. God is not limited to church meetings. He's not limited to specific buildings. He's not limited to specific places or, or times. He decides when he wants to encounter you, and you just need to be open. You can have an experience on the road to Damascus, you can have it on the road to the gym. You can have it at school pickup. You can have it anywhere. What we do here at church, when we encourage people to have encounters with God, uh, and, and I prayed about this, and uh, I, I, uh, God works in mysterious ways. Because, you know, Carmen talked about God being a person, and that was my first point. Uh, Brendan talked about people having different responses to giving. And, I asked God to, to give me a word for a couple of people. And he, he gave me two people, and He chose the two people who I happen to know uh, who love the status quo. I, I believe God is telling you that there's something going to happen this year, and it's going to come directly from inspiration that you have been keeping down because it's not part of your plan. And it's not ordered, and it's not part of what you're thinking but God says if you let that inspiration loose you're going to achieve a, a, a level of uh, a, accomplishment and fulfillment that you haven't felt before and that's going to happen so let that go I prayed hard about this because I didn't think that you'd like what I had to say but uh, what, I, what I felt God say was he's going to derail you but but he said he's going to do it gently. So you probably will not know that he's taken you off the rails until you are somewhere down a different track. A slow crash. Yeah, a slow crash, but no burn. And so, so these are just things. This happens in a, in a church. Meet and, and I could have more for people, but the people I had more for aren't here. So come to church. But this can happen anywhere. This can happen in dinner parties. It doesn't have to be me doing it. It happened to me because I prayed for God to to give me something. Now, Nathan can pray. David can pray. What's your name? Leish. Leisha can pray. Sorry, if you're lucky, I can forget your name too. So here we we see it can happen anywhere. Um, And uh, the really important thing, uh, and this is, this is something, this is the, the take This is number six, I think. Encounters produce fruit. So many people I know in Christian life have come up to the altar every Sunday and encountered God and go home and nothing has changed. My th- theory is they didn't encounter God. Paul just didn't stop persecuting Christians because Jesus said, stop it. He, he made a choice Because his encounter with Jesus happened to turn him into the greatest advocate for the Christian faith that's ever lived. Galatians 5 describes the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and those fruit are bound to show up when you have an encounter with God. Sometimes people have physical healing through an encounter with God, sometimes emotional healing, but you can always figure out whether it's an encounter with God as to see whether there's fruit in your life afterwards. Number seven, the last thing is encounters always involve choice. Paul felt compelled to follow Jesus, but he did so by choice. The Holy Spirit is a person who wants to build a two-way communication with us. If you want to encounter God, your own will and choice are involved. It's your choice to welcome the Holy Spirit. It's your choice to meet with the Holy Spirit. And it's your choice to be open to what he wants to do with you. It's also your choice to do whatever you like after you've encountered God. Yes, there will be fruit, but it doesn't end with just one encounter. If you are looking for your life to be transformed by the presence of God, that means allowing him to work in your life on an ongoing basis. Now I have another five keys as to how to put that into our lives, but I think... That might have to wait for another Sunday. Because we've got th- th- this is a list, but this is, notice it's not actually a to do list and it's about list. This encounter is about a person, encounter is different for everyone. It feels like something, it causes a manifestation, it happens anywhere, it produces fruit, and it involves us choosing something. We can put things into place, and I'll actually give you the short list, I won't explain it. We've five keys to that prayer, getting in the presence of God, accepting the prophetic word of God, perseverance, and remembering that God is a person. Now, I have a whole another half an hour explaining how that works, but let's actually have it work this morning. Can I get the worship team to come back up? We're going to sing that song, Favourite Place, again because I think that's a great reminder for us to actually take an active step to get into that place where we encounter God. And if you want to encounter God in a fresh way, if you're interested in making 2024 a a new experience for you with God, I encourage you as we sing just to fill the altar, just to come and, and sing up here and to open your self to the and make a choice even to be open to God to actually do something different this year. You might not have to make a list. It might not all work spontaneously. But if you actually work at a bit of discipline, you'll find that even though you're tempted to do things that aren't on the list, those things might work too. Cause I get to I'm a bit like Brendan. I like to do things that aren't on my list. I will do things on my list though, but often after I've done the other thing first. So let's stand. Let's prepare ourselves to do something different this year. Let's start right now by allowing God to do something, making a positive choice to actually accept that God is going to use us that he is going to use us powerfully, that we are not insignificant in God's kingdom, that it doesn't matter how we see ourselves, it's how God sees us that's important. And he sees us as his hands and his feet and his heart on this earth. He uses us to bring healing, change. So let's think of ourselves in that way. Now let's be disciples of our Most High God.